0: Remember, you know what the fuck it is. Aries and, and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being a woke. We discuss politics and jokes. We There's levels to this shit.
1: Then up and up. And y'all know my style. done.:
0: So this is a new uh, field reporter. Uh, this, O Steve, comes, uh, comes to us from Riverman 1979. There is an episode of the Alfred Hitchcock presents called "The Creeper," when the lady at the end is killed and she calls out to her husband. Oh, Steve, and then blood-curdling screams. I thought you might like the clip. It is the last few seconds of the episode. I've attached the audio. Here we go. you think i i liked it it's in a movie it's for real yeah it's it's uh and it's been a minute since we got something like that uh let me go okay this first one comes to us from we got a couple good ones uh about your breakdown so fuck it let's dive in god i hate this I'll probably save this one till last. Is, it's a, it's a is that the like one that they,
1: you said last time you were going to save till last? Because you got another no, scroll, there was too. Another one, we yeah. got
0: books coming. Dude, fucking we got uh, Hebrew to Negro uh,
1: emails. <laughs> Some of these look like those knocks on your door on Saturday when it's a Jehovah Witness.
0: Yeah, and you go hide under the couch. <laughs> uh, Terrell Pascal, uh, New York immigration issue. Hey, guys, uh, it's there. It's, it's their old, uh, Terrell. It's Daryl, oh, Veryl from Philly. I really love the podcast about current events and situations that's really going on out here. It was a nice change up from the usual antics and informative. Uh, I think the reason New York and other cities are being looked at as racist is because we have cities that oppose, that's supposed to be a sanctuary cities for immigrants like New York, Philly, et cetera. However, when it starts to affect the everyday citizens of those cities, then it's a problem like housing them in your apartment building or hotel that you pay thousands for and they stay for free, or having to deal with more crime due to the lack of resources many immigrants have. Finally, states like Texas and Arizona or any border states are showing the rest of the country, yeah, it's not just about being racist. There is also an economic and political burden that comes with just letting anyone in. Yeah, it sounds good to be more inclusive, but at the end of the day, I realize Americans just don't want it in their backyard. Oh, and for all you guys who say Obama didn't do shit for black people, I would say this. If you're waiting on a politician to do anything for you, then you've already failed. Thanks, guys, for sharing this email. Love the pod. Thoughts? Well, yeah, I think you hit it. You know what?
1: It isn't a racist thought because you want to secure your borders. There's only so many people that could come in at one time. All the other countries in the world have basically figured this out. hmm. You can only allow so many people in financially. You only have services, goods and services for so many people. I am not. And let me even say this before I go to there. Our border policy has never been a closed border policy. We always had a number of, of people that were letting into the country uh, to become citizens here. Uh, and it's always in the millions. Uh, but that's what can be naturally absorbed. And for people to think that this these policies... Being from Arizona, and I, I was talking to someone about this the other day, you're not seeing what we see. You're not seeing small families that have small children with and then pulling babies and moms out of the woods that are either dead or near death because they tried to make this walk across the desert. You're not seeing that. You're seeing people get shipped into your city and needing services but you're not seeing some of the the really horrific things that we see when you live in a border city so um it's it it is just the way that we're set up it's funny that two of the cities that we're talking about new york being one and san francisco being another one that's all the way up on the top of the country and new york interesting enough was always uh i don't want to I, I hate to make it as political as this way, but there's always places that are uh, clamoring for something to be righteous until they have to put the work into it being righteous. The, let the people lower uh, deal with those problems. And, and you're just going to tell everybody how they should be. He's, he's very right on what's going on.
0: Uh, <clears throat> Chris and Color, Andy Goes Off episode. Hey guys, great episode. Nothing gets an older white man more riled up than politics. It's like listening to my great uncle. My great uncles talk. LOL. Keep killing it, Chris. (laughs) Well, you're one of his uncles. Yeah. Uh, Uncle A. Uncle A. Uh, Holiday break. Uh, Cheating ass nigga. All right. I've been married for years and I've uh, been banging new broads for years. All right, a boy. I'm a pretty decent looking guy at work. uh, Out, I'm a pretty decent looking guy and work out at least four days a week. But lately, I've been finding new women on Facebook dating. Man, it's the spot to find women, but nonetheless, women has the nerve. $10, a lot of money. Women have, brother, not has. Sound like magic. Women has, has the nerve to say she was blindsided when I told her I was married. Are these women dumb or stupid? Uh, I thought dumb and stupid is the same thing. Uh, No. No? Mm-mm. It's not? Seriously? No. What's the difference? Dumb is uh, you can't do anything
1: about it because your mind doesn't allow you to. And stupid is you don't,
0: get, you don't educate yourself. Well, I guess I'm both. Uh, if a man never calls you at night and only texts, if he never invites you to his house and only wants to take you to lame spots where not many people frequent, that nigga has a wife and kids. <clears throat> Porn titles, black movie edition. Get it off. Uh, starring Vivica Box, Queen LaQuifa. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Queen LaQuifa <laughs> And Jada Stinkit. Uh, robbing, t- robbing Tantes, not, blank, not banks. I don't know what that means. But get it off. You like that? Instead of set it off? Yeah. I, I like Queen a Matter of fact, based on what we talked about yesterday when I told you the fetish about the chick who shit. <laughs> you know, another thing she does? Farts. During sex. Farts during sex or on, on the face of the dudes? Either. You know, I saw... I just... Dude, who are you that you are into that?
1: Dude, I saw this one thing. And I didn't see the video, but I saw, like, the like uh, the clip. But before right. it happens, like, they're, they're letting you know this is, like, what right. it is. There's people that actually... And this is gross for me. But, right. I mean, I know it goes further than this. But there's people that like to be on, like, a glass coffee table. Yeah. And they get underneath the coffee table, and then the woman shits... On the table so
0: While well, he's look, under it Yeah Cause he wants to see well, it Well thank god He's got a condom Con- Yeah
1: at least a- Right
0: But that is still Why do you want that Dude I'm telling you You are a certain type Of keenest beast <laughs> If that is what you are into Like if I knew You were into that I would never invite you To my house for Thanksgiving my-, my question isn't That you're into it It's why
1: Are you into it What happened in your life That that turns you on That's the question That's the bigger question What happened That makes you think that that that, is that that's part of the sexual appetite that you have i use the word appetite appetite for a a reason what a horrible word but that is that's that's their sexual appetite
0: what is that from what what made you i I, there has to be something i would and how does it start what did you take a shit yourself and then just went let me pick this up out that water (laughs) and play with it like what the it's <laughs> I don't know, dude. Ugh. Something happens. Uh maybe before we finish this episode, I'm gonna show you on on No, like, I won't watch it. You won't? No. Nah. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, she's literally Did you in- ever did you ever watch the video two uh two girls no, in the Cup? No, no. No, I don't think I could eat for a year if I did that.
1: I saw, I saw part, I saw like a clip because it was going around. Oh, I
0: don't even want you to tell me. I saw a clip of it, and I and it wasn't
1: even it wasn't even a dramatic part. It was just like the the Ah. as they were getting
0: going, and I was grossed out. Oh, jeez, his other porn names, um, bidet, starring this fucker and nice nude. You never know which way they're going to go. What, is, what movie is this? I don't know. Bidet, Bidet. Is, a, Bidet is that uh, thing that shoots water. I know. Right? And this fucker sounds like he's trying to say Chris Tucker. And nice nude. I have no idea what this reference is. Okay. White Men Can't Hump, starring Messy Pipes and Woody Harrison. Woody Harrison. No, that actually works. Because imagine the porno, and he's Woody Harrison. Wood So he's got a cock, Mm. but with a forest of hair. (laughs) So that actually, you know what I mean? Mm. Messy pipes, though. What does that mean? Oh, messy pipes. Maybe like his dick is broken and his jizz just, (laughs) she's fucking laminated in jizz because of a messy pipe. All (laughs) right. And do, oh, do the tight thing starring Spiky D. Yeah, I think Spike D. You say Spike D, not Spikey. Yeah, Spike D. You know, it just, Spike Lee is just, he looks like if Kermit the Frog was a person. He's, he, he's definitely, uh, he,
1: he got famous at the right time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a creature. Clarice has a new creature. Oh my God, what do you call that? It's a Spike Lee.
1: Dude, I still like him though, on, when, you, when you do see him on the court. At the Knicks games.
0: Yeah. I I, I love him on the court. The older he gets, he just looks like a black auntie. Let me go back a little bit. Uh, Mm, There's a couple in here I know I wanted to get to. Uh, Fuck, let me just go.
1: You know, you can change the color of the dots, so you you know which ones you want. No, to get no, to. no, no, no. I
0: I know them. I just I'm trying to remember which ones maybe were a little juicy. Uh, Elijah Brodus, please read on the podcast porn title. Hey Aries, I've been listening to the porn titles and thought I would take a crack at it. Well, I was thinking hard and I stumbled upon this gem. LOL. This is a real movie, uh, but can also be used as a porn title by its. Aries, what porn title would you give a movie with black men that are homosexual in outer space? Insert in Google search bar: What space movie came out in nineteen ninety two? Also, actors that could be placed in that movie: Paul Mooney equals Paul moons me. RuPaul is Ru balls. Wanda Sykes is Wanda pipes. Damn, is she transvestite in this in this uh, in galactic this galactic adventure, right? Galactic. Kevin Hart is Kevin's parts. What was the movie you 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 told me about that you loved? Buckle Ru Something balls guy. Buckaroo balls guy. No? Buckaroo balls guy. I don't know. Uh, And and the movies I think of when I think of Galactic are either Star Trek or Star Wars. Let me give it some thought. Yeah. Yeah, let me give it some thought, Elijah. Uh, The next time, nigga, don't make us do homework. Give it to us. (laughs) You notice how much homework... We did, (laughs) yeah, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, Sheldon Marcotti. placenta of a woman. Hoo ha! Oh, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty graphic. Placenta of a woman. Hoo ha! Uh, What up, Aries? I hope all is well, my guy. I listened to yesterday's episode about politics. I must say, it really shows that you and Andy watch real time. It shows in your nuance. Anyways, I write because I can tell that you are considering Trump because of cancel culture and the theft. Uh, I totally get where you're coming from, my dude. The reason why our people are getting vulnerable uh, for him because of a couple of things. One, stimulus check. Two, Stockholm syndrome. Three, Candace Owens and Kanye's influence. Willie D came out with a video the other day that I will attach uh, at the bottom. Anyways, I believe that's a small portion of our people because a lot of us are concerned for voter rights. Uh, You got people in the culture that are LGBTQ plus and you got sisters that don't play when it comes to abortion rights. That number is higher than the vulnerable folks, especially with Roland Martin, Willie D and comedy hype that most of our people watch. Also, what's going down in Florida with removing slavery from Circulums? Sur- sur- Curriculums? Curriculum. Uh, did he spell that right? I didn't it. C-U-R-R-I-C-U-L-U-M-S? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, this last section of the midterm showed that people are tired of the Trump behavior. Like Andy said, he was divisive. It also, it's also Joe Biden showing up to the worker strike. It's also Joe Biden showing up to the worker strike. Was a good look? Was a good look or was it a good look? This week in the House with McCarthy is what is causing Trump to weaken. Even Fox News is starting to lash out, plus all the charges surrounding him. Andy said that Trump would take himself down. It's showing. Go back to the early SNS videos. Just remember people hated George W. Bush like they do Biden, but he still won re-election. People, uh, because the alternative at the time wasn't good. People were resentful towards Bill Clinton. Pretty much Bush taking the economy a second term is what made Obama basically. Uh, The pendulum always swings. Anyways, bro, I'm not trying to tell you how to vote, but keep what I said up top in mind. Uh, I just know how much uh, you ride for our culture. Also, I could tell that Andy was never a Trump supporter, but he understood his voters. And Andy, like you, I'm mixed. My mom is Polish and French-Canadian, and my daddy was from the Caribbean, like Biggie's parents. Biggie, baby. I was raised on oxtail, which is gross as fuck. I haven't had it since I was five. Anyways, I'm out. Also, Aries, I got the Willie D video at the bottom. It's an eight-minute video from Shelly.
1: You got to try some oxtail tacos. Are they good? Yeah, if they're done right. I mean, I've always
0: wanted to try oxtail, but I don't know. Um, listen, I,
1: Biden's not going to win. I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I, I don't think Trump's going to be there. I think in the end, Trump's not going to be there. But Biden is not going to win. We're in a critical place right now. Um, and people don't even realize what's happening. But if you watch it today, this is it's Saturday. Uh, what's, what's today's date here? saturday october 7th uh i talked about it a little bit last episode about if you want to pull an economy out if you got to change things war is the way to do it uh or it has been shown to do it in the past and we're on the brink of a real war right now Uh, and i i have it's today that i can really say that and i don't know if we're gonna be okay i really don't i i really don't because people don't get what's happening but uh the uh, Hamas attacked uh, Israel. D- the, the dip. What? No, that's hummus. Hum, hummus, hummus, hummus. Hummus. is is ate all over Israel, so it, it wasn't attacking it. But Hamas. Uh, 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 Hamas. Hamas attacked. Yes. Uh, it's a big. It was a big attack, one of the biggest in years. Um, Israel's going to go win. It's it, but what people don't realize is they're they're fight. we we think this is Israel and Hamas having an, you know a uh, a war, it's it's not man every every time you guys see this you got to remember the game risk, you remember the game risk the risk the it. risk is is the game that you played and it was uh, armies against other armies other militaries against other militaries oh I
0: thought it was a game about uh, black men leaving their house going out into the world well no
1: that's a different risk uh so but uh, you have um. You have Iran supporting Hamas.
0: And Iran, I ran so far away, I'm going to blow you up.
1: And who, who is supporting Iran? That's, that's you, you, the thing that I, I think we're missing from this uh, little uh, uh, argument here is, is Russia. And who is Russia at war with? Ukraine. And who is supporting Ukraine? The United States. And the United States has dumped billions of dollars into Ukraine. This war isn't going to be won. It's not not just a physical battle where we're going to go in and these are bombs and we're going to be blowing people up. This is about an economic disaster that could happen for the United States. And you want to change a country. You change it economically, and that's, that's, the, that's the easiest way to change it. That's why Russia fell back, because they had an economic disaster. We're, gonna, we're, we're in line to have one if we don't figure out what we're doing. And I'm telling you, Biden is not the guy for that job.
0: He barely knows where he is. I once had a woman from a different country that wanted to give me some pussy. Do you know what I did, Andy? No. What did you do? I ran to Russia. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, but I'm I, I, Very, very cute <laughs> I'm serious about what well, we're, we're in. We're in a problem And and uh, they, they had the CIA Who was supposed to go on a trip Stayed to hold Biden's hand today So uh, we, we're, we're in for some stuff This is not going to be uh, easy And this is not how you fall This is disinformation to the United States Has been happening with Russia for years uh and and if if this goes on, I don't know what happens to America. But let's go. Let's keep going. Let's let's keep it light. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bless 84, Equalizer 3. Dear Andy and Aries. Like you, like, like you, Aries, excuse me. God damn it. Oh. Uh, like you, Aries, I'm probably one of the few people who deeply appreciate and love Equalizer 3. Jesus! God damn Jeez. it, dude. Bless you. Yes, Jesus. I, I don't bless
1: until the second one. No? Because t- Tara's a, m- a multiple sneezer. Yes. So I'm used to her sneezing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's two minimum, usually a third. Right, about a third when it's like, bitch, go to the mm-hmm. hospital. <laughs> uh, I totally agree with you. Uh, what you said about the details. The devil is in the details, but sadly, people don't appreciate that anymore. They don't care about story, only action. And agreeing with Andy, I blame John Wick. <laughs> Ever since John Wick came out, everybody expects every new government assassin secret agent film to measure up to John Wick. But when a film is serious and have deep story, people want to criticize the film till it burns. Good example, the recent Batman film with Robert Patterson. If people pay attention to the details, they would understand why Equalizer 3 is a slow burn film. Robert is a monster that needed peace. Uh, Why wouldn't you say he's a monster Uh, that needed peace? He was willing to pay blood to keep it and made me love this film. Just like John Wick Part 1, details will tell you exactly why he went on a killing spree. The last link to his dead wife was killed off, and he exploded. People would pay attention to that instead of making stupid dog jokes. Keep up the good work, Santos. Yes, Santos, I agree with the fact that you agree with me. Uh, I like everything you had to say. I'm just curious why you described him as a monster. I think I know what you mean. Like he was haunted, but... Why, why monster? I, I think that's a bad usage uh, Anything? I, I don't know uh, The monster might relate to Where he goes
1: I'm vengeance Because he right. was He he was Enacting vengeance
0: That's but you, When you say I'm vengeance That's Batman
1: Yeah Batman Didn't he say, say something uh, Oh, oh yeah.
0: he means Robert Patterson yeah. I'm thinking he means Robert McCall Denzel's character No I don't think oh, so Oh my bad my I don't bad. think so But No no but that makes sense okay. though That makes sense I, if that's what he means If that's what he means I don't right. know I was, you know I was interpreting Yeah, be clear, motherfucker uh, Like my nose with snot in it Be clear uh, Ali D Response to Poncho Equalizer 3 Hey, a and Just want to give a quick response To Poncho's Equalizer 3 review I think Poncho simply has a bad take To say the movie was garbage Is just plain ridiculous It makes me think he's just trolling I'm surprised Poncho didn't complain That the Italians weren't speaking English Equalizer 3 was a quality movie. It didn't need to have more action in it. The movie did a great job of building up the story so that you cared about these townspeople and what happens to them. It did a great job of making uh, you loathe these Italian thugs and mobsters. Not having lots of action moments in the movie makes you appreciate the action scenes that the movie does have. I'm reading good today. Mm-hmm. Uh, when no, you, It was actually written well then. That, you know, it's like the model and the photographer. Exactly. I read based on how y'all photograph. Yes. When you put more action in it, it kind of dilutes the product, like Blue Magic and American Gangster. You want, like, Pepsi. That's a brand name. And they know that, even if they don't know me no more than the chairman of General Mills. And uh, And that's no disrespect to the John Wick series, but John Wick movies are almost comical with how ridiculous the action scenes are. Whereas with this, it felt more like a realistic John Wick. Thank you. And that's all I was saying.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. 100.
0: Yeah. Uh, Do you think that if you were in your 20s, the John Wick that exists today, as you know it, would be okay with you? Because I think as we get older, we become a little bit more, I don't know what the right word is, but logical in what we see. And you go, come on, man. Like I'm saying, we, we're dudes, so we're going to always appreciate action for being the man food that it is. But when we're younger, we're just, we, we like, everything is just a big, yeah. But when you're older, you just go, come on, man, a little bit.
1: I, I, honestly, I think that the John Wick uh, films are like social media. Uh-oh. Uh, no, seriously, they, they rely on emotion. They give you a little bit of story, but they make it very dramatic. Okay, he kills a puppy. And you, you know, and, and to the point is that that's what we we see it as. Right. But he kills a puppy so that you can hate the other people, so that you can have all the violence. Right. That's like social media—just quick. This is what it is. Let me give it to you, and now we're gonna have a big fight scene. Let me give a right. big fight scene, and you like the fight. You just inject, and, and the fight is kind of like flipping to the next to the to the next screen on social media. It's right. flipping, right. flipping because right. you want immediate instantaneous, instantaneous gratification. Right, right. Bam, bam, bam. So, and basically, the fight scenes are. Are, are, are martial arts So you're getting MMA You're getting an MMA movie Constantly throughout the whole thing Because you hate the person that attacked him Or right. did something to him And But there's very little story, little boom The art of making a movie, the true art of making a movie Is to tell the story in a way That you actually, actually Are a little div- I don't want to say divided But you see why The person's hated You understand what the character development is. And then you understand why certain things are happening in the movie. That's the difference between a movie and, and instant, a a gratification uh, man food movie like John Wick.
0: Listen, I love a good Italian meat sandwich, a good meat sub where it's just like when I go to uh, Jimmy John's, the, the number nine, I think it's called the Italian. And yeah, in other words, give me the capicola, give me the ham, give me the salamity, give me the pepperoni, of course, give me the provolone, give me the oil and vinegar and, and, and Dijon mustard, and that's it. But every now and then, I want some lettuce, tomato, and onion. And, and that's sometimes like a movie with, give me the meat, the action, but I'd give me some lettuce, tomato, and onion. Give me some story, too. So that's, you know, that's what I like in it, too.
1: Because if you remember Equalizer 2, and a lot of people think that's the weakest one, Mm -hmm. that's because there wasn't a real development in the character. The guy kidnaps a guy that, for whatever reason, Denzel has shown a little liking to and and has welcomes him into his home. You don't
0: know what Jeff is! You don't know what Jeff is!
1: But the reason it's not as good as the other ones is there's not a buy-in like there's not you don't really buy into the fact that he has a relationship with this kid right. other than he has a feeling because when those bullets
0: are she, if he kills it but remember he the, the main drive was they killed the lady yes that he was friends with right yeah. So but, that was really yeah, the main that drive. That was the main
1: drive. Right. But then they added this little bit here, but you don't have the connection to them the same way. These story. this is why you didn't fall in love with that story the same way you fell in love with the first one. Yeah. So storytelling is very important, unless some movies design not to have storytelling. They give you a reason and then action. Yeah. And that's that you got to decide which one you want. But for today, and what you said to me, and the reason that I started on this little uh, tantrum here, is that uh, you said if I was twenty, if I'm twenty, and I'm being fed social media in a way that's just instant gratification, boom, 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 right after another. John Wick is it, it just rides along culturally the same way as everything else is
0: happening. John right Wick now. is the uh, Instagram of action movies. movies. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Nasadine. Bagby, children and parenting today. Hi, Aries and Andy. I watch the podcast every time you guys upload. I have two questions for you. First question, why are whoopings considered child abuse? And why are they not acceptable and tolerated in this generation? That question almost answers itself. Second question, do you guys think that this generation dropped the ball when it came to parenting? And do you condone whoopings? Because I feel the problem uh, is parenting, parents today want to be their kid's friend instead of their parents. And when their kids become a problem, they don't blame themselves. And to quote you, Aries, your kids are your kids and your friends are your friends. You also, and, and also, do you believe that this generation doesn't understand what a belt can do? Because I do. So, you know, listen, uh, like everything else, everybody's protected. Children are protected today. Social services, you know, uh, unless you just happen to be the parents that don't give a fuck. Um, I, listen, I always say there's a difference between abuse and discipline. Uh, you know, I absolutely believe in ass whoopings. Uh, but it's a different landscape. Uh, now, whether or not you choose to let the threat of societal, uh, today's societal norms, fuck with you. That's a you thing. Uh, but like I said, I still I, I'd be curious to know if most black parents today still follow the old school rules, or or or, or are they letting societal norms make them act differently? Because I, it's interesting. I, I read on Instagram where there I've seen clips where black parents are are, are are disciplining their kids, and the comments are from a lot of black people. Uh, the way our parents raised us, disciplined us was wrong because this type of discipline was abuse and we just didn't recognize it or, or, or we just failed to admit it. Uh, and I, I don't buy into that. No, I, think, I think certain kinds of discipline that we were raised upon is what keeps a lot of us out of jail or in, the, in, in, a, in a box buried six feet deep. Uh, so that's my feeling.
1: i don't know i have a hard time with this i, I really do um like what, what, what's the what's the the verse spare uh something spare the child yeah something about the rod and the yeah. yeah i mean i think it's i i i i think that children need to be disciplined i i agree with everything that you said about uh Parents being the parent and not the friend. And a lot of parents want to be the friend. Uh, one of the greatest compliments I ever got from my son is that he said, he goes, uh, one of the things that he appreciated is when I, as I raised him, that he realized that although we were close, that I was his parent before right. his fr- way before his friend. Right. That, you know, uh, that's friends were outside the house, inside the house. You know, it was about, um, yeah, I want the best for him. But I want the best from as his dad, not as his friend. Right. Because friends will lead you astray. Um, I get that. I was I was brought up with the belt. My dad, uh, my stepfather, uh, he grew up with the belt and he he used the belt. So, but when does it when does it go from discipline to abuse is the question. And I don't think people have a good answer. And I and I and I don't I I think that the uh, <laughs> I never used a belt on my kids. Never. I, I never did. I'm not going to well, say... Well, I mean, you don't, you don't have
0: to use a belt. You can still be abusive.
1: Yeah, that's that, and that's a great point. I never used a belt. I, each kid got one swat once in their life. Once, a hand swat for me. Each of them. I can remember what, what, what it was. But I think if you're a, a parent and you're, it's obvious to your kids that you are the parent, and if it comes down to where they have to be disciplined uh, disciplined. You, disciplined. You said disciplined. Sorry, boy. I did. Ooh. I did it in the past. You played for the Lakers. I did it in the past. Oh, Okay. Uh, that when it comes down to it, though, that they know that that's separated. It showed that this this had crossed a line that they can't come back from. And if you hold that line, you don't have to do it again. My dad.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Because so, uh, so, my some,
1: my mother held the line, but I always crossed it. You know, my my kids. I'm I, I'm proud of my kids, and they they've done well, and and for whatever reason how i felt about them and how we made these arrangements it's worked out. Every kid is different, every parent is different. So i can't say that uh that using a belt is a bad idea, but what i can say is there is a line that when you cross it that you're going to you're going to do more damage to the kid than you are
0: helpful to the kid. And- well, you know, my dad's thing was always just a belt and to me that's as old school as you can get. And like I said, I love my mother to death. <clears throat> if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I'm at. And I love my mother, but yeah, a, 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 an extension cord, welts on my body, bruises—yeah, too much, too much. And, and, and so she she went overboard. But like I said, for every whooping I got, man, the love was ridiculous. Well, but that's that's the other part of it. Yet someone could go
1: overboard, and this is hard to say. And this isn't—you know, this is this is difficult to say it this way if the person went overboard because of their love and fear of something that may be happening to you is one thing, the people on the other side that maybe they're trying to protect you from, they don't have that love for you. They have a reason for you, but they're not beating you. So maybe you run to the person who's not beating you. It, it, it's, it's a very calculated risk. If when you, when you're dealing with the child's psyche and what they understand and what they don't understand, um, my kids, I made sure that they understand you heard me on long winded r- rants on this thing. My kids got that unfortunately, and uh, but they understood they understood exactly what the place was, what I was feeling, what they what I was trying to protect them from i i i, I can't i can 't parent anyone else 's children. What I can say is that i did a, I feel like i 've done a good job with mine, but every kid and every parent is different, and they have to go through their own. Uh, journey and I I can't make those decisions for him. But I don't think that not disciplining your child is 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 work. And you said black parents, and I, I gotta tell you this because this is this is kind of interesting. I grew up uh the way that I grew up, my dad, Italian, stepfather, he was the second generation, maybe third generation here in the country, and my mom uh and the Mexican household, and what I grew up in. And I always thought both of them disciplined well. I saw my cousins, I saw other people get disciplined. I had, a, I had a guy that I, I did business with, and his, his kids, we went out to dinner once, and I saw no discipline on his kids. He's a Mexican dude. And I was like, this is, I went back home and talked to my mom. I was like, is this normal now? Is this the way we're doing it? And it is just such a departure uh, from the way that people raise kids in general. Because I'm as a Mexican, growing up in a Mexican household, watching my myself, who wasn't 100% a Mexican household, but my my cousins, my... It, you didn't get away
0: with shit like that.
1: And this dude just, he, he just
0: would look at me and go, they're just kids. They're just little kids. <laughs> Let me ask you something. I want you to be honest. How badly have you ever wanted to hit other people's kids? Definitely. <laughs> I don't know that I want to hit them,
1: but I want to trip them when they run by. I want right. to do something to make them get, the parents don't get awa- aren't aware. And I've I, and I seen some of these videos and I think some of them are fake, you know, that they're just doing for yeah, clicks. Yeah. But some of these kids, man. and You I, should
0: be able to hit the parent.
1: Well, I uh, that would be fair. Kid. But I talk about that—the right. little kid on the plane that the parent doesn't watch and lets him run up and down the aisle. And I—I I love the line where I—I added to it. It's usually the dirty one too, right? Because it's just the parents aren't paying attention. They just—I
0: like the other line: "Open up a window no, and see what, what happens." happens. <laughs> Everybody gonna suffer because um, of that child. It's
1: just—it's funny though that people don't—they went too far in the other direction. Yes, we—I don't think people should be. Children should have been beat the way that a lot of kids were beaten. Uh, myself included. My dad got a little aggressive sometimes with the belt. I'm just saying, but you can't go all the way over to the other side where there's no – the kids aren't being held accountable for their actions. They have to be held accountable. Whatever way to, to get their attention has to be done. It doesn't have to be just violence, though. But, and that's the other part of it. Belt where, where has it become violence where the kid now is indoctrinated into violence? I can't answer these questions. I'm sorry. They'll, these are beyond me. And I, I think, though, every kid and every family situation is different. And I, I wouldn't want to tell someone that they can't use a belt, but I wouldn't want to tell someone that they need to use a belt either. Kalik Porter, uh, Kalik's first email. Welcome, Kalik. Uh, oh, there should be, like, a door sound when someone's brand new to this. Like uh, they, 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 they well, answer, that sounds they, creepy. Yeah.
0: Uh, like, ding-dong, like a bell. <laughs> yeah. says, All right, Uh What's up, Aries and Andy? First-time writer but long-time listener. My name is Kalik, 22, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, you're from my favorite Ohio. been watching Aries since Deaf Comedy Jam when I was eight or nine. Aries, you're my favorite, uh, my second favorite comedian behind The Great Chappelle. I missed your last show in Columbus because I was a broke nigga at the time and had bills. Uh, My mom and brother came and saw you guys and had a blast. He took a picture of you, Aries, warming up. And it was just crazy because he was about 15 feet away. (coughs) Goddamn. And you were getting ready for game six. What a moment. I wish I didn't miss. Uh, I was salty for about a week because I missed the chance to come see you guys because I was planning for weeks to come. But unfortunately, my mom passed unexpectedly, unexpectedly a few months after you guys were in town. My condolences, brother. And after that, I was just depressed and lost uh, for about a month But listening to the pod Two times a week And watching other contents Of y'all Helped keep my spirits up Crazy because You guys really helped me When I was at my darkest time You were one of my mom's Favorite comedians And that's just And that just drives me To come see you guys even more Because I know she Had a wonderful time And I just want to be in, the, in a moment where she was If you catch my drift and I, Oh, I just want to be, be in the moment Right But enough of that sad talk First off, Andy, you my boy, but you a dirty motherfucker. Use a washcloth, <laughs> my guy. I know it's a white folk thing because I dated a white chick and she did that. And I had to go. So I know from firsthand experience, literally. Firsthand experience. Yes. Uh, but other than that, you good, my brother. Keep up the good work. You came a long way. Don't let these haters get to Jew. I like that. Yeah, I like that, too. Uh, I have a few porn names and titles. Uh, shit on me is lean on me. Shit on me. When your bowels ain't strong and I'll take your stench and carry on. It was so timely that
1: his email hits you after we've been talking about the shit on me experience in the first place.
0: Squirting time. (laughs) Starring magic HIV
1: Swangston.
0: Swangston. And uh, and the cream and them all of the cream fucks. Them all winning time. I don't know. That, that's
1: Yeah, you went too far. Yeah. You went too far. Yeah, yeah, too let's, far. Let's pull you back over. Please.
0: <laughs> uh, couldn't think of a title just names for y'all, but Andy queers and Andy pipes her. Uh, Steinberg. Andy pipes her. That doesn't roll off the tongue like it should. Uh, long email, but fuck it Love the content And definitely coming out Next time you guys are in town Much love, Kalik Kalik, sorry for your loss, man um, I, I want you to come out next time So hit us up, definitely Yeah, uh, and I'll I, I, I give you uh, some free tickets Yeah,
1: I want you to uh, yeah, I, 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 I just I understood what you said And the closeness of you Being able to laugh at Aries uh, Connect you to your mom Being there laughing at Aries So definitely come out um, yeah, some of those were, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was good. It was a good first email. Thank you for, for sending it in.
0: And I'll leave you three tickets. One for you, a guest and your mom's memory. You're going to get actually give
1: the physical ticket for the mom's memory. Yeah. Do you, you know, there's, uh, what, well, there's a baseball player that does that always has a ticket. Was, really? He played in uh, Arizona. I'm trying to remember his name and he always leaves a ticket for his
0: dad. Really? Yeah. Who was gone? Yeah. Oh, wow. Ah, uh, Gabatron, 88. Oprah and Dolly at a metal show, the look Aries gave me. Uh, gentlemen, how's it going? To Aries, awaiting my impendent doom. I feel my arms go limp and light, and the light fade away. Uh, my two-year-old daughter tightening her legs grip around my neck as she takes her afternoon nap. Following the example of a friend, I decided to put my skills to get use and made a new profile pic. I believe this new face will be benefiting of the name I have adopted and the voice you have given me. A voice I have practiced, perfected, and have put into use on occasion. I don't know what this nigga's talking about. During my guest, my quest for the perfect canvas, I stumbled into a few pictures that I thought would be of interest to you. My apologies for not finding Gemma's nudes. To Andy, I'm hoping you shape up that beard. Short beards can still look messy if you don't give them some boundaries. There's no need to go through life looking like a hamster. Give it a fade or something. Hopefully you keep what you cut off. You can always donate it Donate it to an elderly man who can't grow one, a weird teen who wants pubes, or tie it into a loofah and use it to wipe your ass. There's always an option. Then he gives some pictures of, I guess, Martin Luther King and a rock band, Mr. Bean, a Transformer, Oprah and whoever that is. Again, Dr. I'd King. I'd like to that one. Which one? That one? That, that right. one? No, that's this. Oh, that's... Is that Danny DeVito? It's Chucky. It's Chucky. Sayeth, I beg your pardon once more. Henceforth, I beseech ye. I twice beseech ye. Layer of the mother. I, I, I don't know what's going on here with all these pictures, but okay. I don't either. All right.
1: Uh, as far as my beard goes, I grew it out and let it just... I, I, I cut it off and then I didn't fuck with it. And then I had it shaped up, but I didn't want to shape it up until it was long enough to actually have a shape. So uh, I get what you're saying. Uh, so yes, it, it, it's, we're, we're shaping it up. We're growing it back out. And I donated all my, uh, beard hair to uh, the Merkin foundation. So ladies. Did you really? For real? Yes. Yeah, so they can oh. all, I'll get Merkins so they can get, you know what a Merkin is? No. Merkin <clears throat> is, uh, it, it, it's a pube, uh, uh, what they, uh, wig. It's a pube wig for women. It's made with, with pubic hairs. It's what's made with regular hair. You just make a wig for it. Oh. So you can have a little hair over your over your vagina, right? I, I didn't do that, but what that is, honestly, there are merkins, and the reason they used to have merkins mm-hmm. is because in the olden days, women would get uh, uh, crabs, and then they'd have to shave off all their hair. So the so the so the men that were coming through this the, the, for the saloon girls, the girls that uh, the, the the hookers, uh-huh. they would uh, they would get they would glue hair on. So that the guys wouldn't think that they had crabs, because mm-hmm. those were merkins, they put them on. And that way, the guys that were coming through thought that they got a girl that was clean because she didn't. They didn't realize that she had just shaved all her stuff off because she had crabs. That, really? That, so that's what—that's the invention of a merkin. Did you
0: know that uh, in the slave days, white people would cut the slaves' hair off and use it for uh, pillow stuffing? Is that true? Yes. Yeah, I believe that because I know that
1: hair was something that. that people used at the time for pillows, yeah. hair and hay. Yeah. Why wouldn't
0: they just get, like, a, go cut a horse's tail off or something? Or why wouldn't they just have the slave in the bed and lay on his head? <laughs> 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 oh. He's so wrong, man. <laughs> oh, uh, Albert Jeffries. Best porn titles. Uh. What's up, fellas? Big Al from Baltimore. Harry's been a fan since before Mad TV. <laughs> you're the man. It's been getting uh, cool getting to know who you are. Uh, Aries, I think Panchito is trolling you. He, purf- he purposely says stuff he knows uh, you're going to be pissed about to get on the podcast, lol. But no, one, he's been on the podcast. And two, he didn't always used to do that. This is recent. Uh, uh, so why he would do that, I don't know. Here's some great porn titles, actors. Vagine to kill. A time to kill. Vagine to kill. Starring Samuel Long Johnson, Matthew Vagine to say to slay, and Sandra Buttocks. I like Sandra Buttocks. Yeah. yeah, but the rest of that is just god damn, nigga. You tried to squeeze a size uh 10 foot into a six shoe. I like I think the next one might be all right. Star Horse starring Mark Hanful. <laughs> As Luke Sly Stalker, Harrison George as Han Solo, with Princess Leia and James Earl Bones as Dong Slater. It, it's all okay. Okay, it's all okay.
1: If you had that, if you're doing that, well, then maybe that comes out better.
0: What, what if he's uh, okay, Luke? I'm your father. But he really means it like he's, he's gay and he's fucking. I'm like, call me daddy. I'm, I'm reaching. <laughs> uh, the male tricks. In other words, The Matrix, Matrix starring Keon Receives. It'd be better if you just say Keanu Receives.
1: Yeah. Instead listen, instead Keon. I'm not even going to. I'm going to say this before you even. You already. You've already blocked this one up.
0: Yeah. Because then he goes, Lawrence Dick Burns as Harry Assballs. No, dude. No. More penis. Nothing beats that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Once once someone has it locked in, unless you can beat more penis. Yeah, man. It's hard to beat more penis. (laughs) It's a lot of penis. (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: (laughs) Carrie Ann Moss, LOL. Who's Carrie Ann Moss? She might go, Carrie fit. What? Laugh a lot. Anyway, hope you all like these pieces. We don't. (laughs) We don't. P.S. No $10, a lot of monies. No, but goddamn. No money, no. just no monies. Yeah, Alvin, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's a porn name, Alvin, terrible. Uh huh. Alvin the terrible. Man, that was terrible, man. <laughs> terrible. Uh... See,
1: you heard him, though. See, yeah, you know, it was
0: a, it was a good attempt. I don't know that that was even a good attempt. Right. I no- I don't know that he ever. It's like he dived off of a diving board and instead of going into the water, he hit the concrete. <laughs>
1: And, and just one of his toes rolled into the water. You know what
0: I'm saying? 99.9% of his body missed the water.
1: It's just like you're laying there dead, and then someone walks up and goes, it looks like he was trying to hit the water. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: just one of his toes hit. Right. <laughs> Devon Johnson, Mom-alizer. Uh, I really enjoyed the comedy this week about Denzel and the Mommalizer. It's where someone's... Mom is about to give their kids a beating, whooping, and goes to her closet. The mom sees a, 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 arsenal of belts and shoes and says, now this is what I'm talking about, LOL. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Not me, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Dude, but you got it extension cords? Really, yeah, seriously? Yeah, man. Yeah, Extension cords are rough.
0: I told you, one of the worst beatings I ever got when I was... Uh, I told you, I I know I said this on the podcast, but I used to have to walk from West 34th Street, where we live, to my school with PS33. And, you know, as a kid, uh, mom said, when you leave school, bring your ass straight home. But I stopped off at my friend Eddie's house to play Atari. So I was like four hours late coming home. She told me, strip naked. And she whooped me with that extension cord, dude. Uh, And this is why I did, I go... Not to say it was right, because it wasn't, but this is why we grew up tough. I was a child in New York City, in the 80s, walking home alone with a a key. So any adult that could have followed me, and I have a key. I'm walking home. I go in the house. He's behind me. Kick open the door. Lock the door. Could be raped, beaten, killed as a child walking home in the streets of New York that walk from PS 33 to my house as a child, dude could have been following me, put me in a car, but that's how we grew up. Yeah. So it kind of made me as wrong as it was. I, and, I, and I get that at the same time.
1: Uh, my dad did this one. This is the one that was, my, I remember is my worst. I have a, a deep fear of needles and I used to have this doctor who came from the needle factory, I guess, because every time you came in there, no matter what you had, he wanted to give you a shot, usually penicillin. And it was those times when the—I don't know if you were, if you are old enough to remember—they weren't the nice little needles that we have today that are made up. Of, it was the big stainless steel ones where they put right. the cartridge in, and then
0: they—and right, right, right. the needles are like this big. Yeah. To this day, that's why I'm scared of needles, even though needles don't hurt like they used to. No,
1: but because they're smaller. Right. They, yeah. But he used to come with those needles, and they would have to have my dad would have to hold me down. The doctor would be holding me down, a nurse, and sometimes another nurse would have to come into the room and hold me down because I right. hated the needle. And I'd be, and my dad said, Listen, you're going to get this shot, and I'm not going to put up with this. You're going to, you're going to, I don't need you jumping all over the place. It's going to hurt you. You could tear, you know, they, you know, the, and he was right. He wasn't wrong. <laughs> right, right. And as soon as that thing came in, and as soon as I saw that doctor, and, and they would they would bring it in on a tray, like a silver tray. This, yeah. Like like look at what we're about ready to fuck right. you over yeah. with, right? And so as soon as that started, the heart started beating, and then I started getting upset, and then I'm laying there, and then the doctor would go, okay. And then they want to do the countdown. Fuck the countdown. (laughs) Stab me before I know you're stabbing me. And so then he would just go, and as soon as that countdown started, I started squirming, and then the doctor, my dad. My dad's a big man, and it took all these people to hold me down. I get the shot. My dad said, I told you, go in the room, take your pants off. You're getting a spanking And like I told you With the belt I go with the belt And he's like Yeah with the belt And he proceeded To beat the shit out He really beat Because I'm And and if you thought I jumped when I got The needle right. I was jumping all over the place He hit me in the back He hit me all the way up Right here, And he's a big Plus he's a size 40 this is But in, as a kid He's a giant Yeah So it's even scarier Yeah and this belt Though was big and right. it And it, it, it's a worn Leather belt So right. when it's coming at you It's coming at you hard Right I, I you you know those I remember
0: that shit. Listen, from yesterday's episode when we played the Candace Owens yeah. and she goes, "Life's hard. Wear a helmet." This is what I'm saying. As wrong as some people may go, what you went through and what I went through was, it was the '80s. That's how we came up. That's why we're not soft today. But so 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 yeah. In hindsight, you look at it and go, well, maybe wrong, but in terms of who it made you. And and I associate this to why my comedy is the way it is. My parents let me watch whatever I wanted to watch. They let me watch what they watched. That they, they, they let me they whooped my ass. We played in the woods. We played football with no pads. We didn't, you know, we we was we was bred to be warriors, nigga.
1: Yeah, the football with no pads. I can't imagine kids doing that today.
0: I can't kids can't, can't imagine kids going outside. No. Riding your BMX bike f- across town and coming home when the sun is gone yeah like it just that's why we don't come from this moist culture dude
1: we grew up with like death looming death but see, with us but the reason it's different though now how many kids, <laughs> i'm not saying i'm laughing when i'm saying this because to me it's funny in my comedic brain but this is not funny what i'm about to say at all back when we were kids how many of us got abducted or taken away or and no one knew about it because it just the news came on at, Local news came on National news Whatever But I didn't know What was happening In a state over In, in Across the, I didn't know That some kids Were abducted You know 100 miles away Right Today we know When a kid An
0: Amber, and, and not that that's It's any good different It's yeah. always been that
1: Yeah But we know about it now So everybody's on edge Like oh Kids are getting Kids have always Been getting abducted. But the one
0: good thing today Is with all this technology you can maybe catch somebody easier, right. trace somebody. somebody, they you know prevent as, as, somebody, right? As, as as so many people say, uh, when shit would happen, it, when racists would say wild shit, you know, uh, black Twitter would go, "Hey, Twitter, do your thing, expose yeah. them, yeah. so they get fired." So in that sense, yeah, the technology can help prevent, maybe save a life, but you know, shit. But we d- we just
1: didn't have those kind of protections. But there's a lot of fear that comes with all these protections,
0: right? Right. Ali um, D, the word we tatted. Uh, hi, a just want to give my take on the use of the word. I've only ever used it when talking about someone that doesn't have a mental or physical disability. Like if my friend or someone I know does a say or say something ridiculously stupid, then I'll call them retarded. But if that friend did the same thing but had a mental disability, I probably wouldn't say it because it feels kind of wrong, too, if you know what I mean. Like, I understand that maybe the word might be the technical medical jargon. Uh, Oh, boy. I just ate every child that came into the woods in the 80s.
1: There is someone under a bridge that that may be true.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Jargon used to refer to people with such disabilities. But let's be honest. Nobody was referring to people that have, let's say, Down syndrome as retarded and, and means it in a positive manner or using it because it's technically the correct medical terminology. I do want to add that I don't mean this as a knock on you, Aries, as I know it doesn't come from a hurtful place, but I'm more referring to having seen others use the word. Also wanted to ask you guys, what is probably the worst movie each of you have ever seen? Before I answer the second question, any thoughts on the first
1: part? Well, yeah, uh, it's not necessarily a medical term, retarded. Is a, a term about cutting some about stopping something from growing to retard. That's why it's called fire retardant. Right. It, it, it's not necessarily a medical term. It's a term that actually has a purpose. Um, but that's why, in to use it medically, it, it, it felt belittling. Or because the person who has ceased to develop, it, it was used. It was used in a way that made those pe- made the people feel worse. But I don't even know if it made those people feel worse. It makes the people who have, those, who have a children that has a mental disability feel worse. Um, uh, obviously, if the child is able to understand it, it's going to make them feel worse. So I, I, I understand why not to use it when we're describing, especially if, we're, if you're describing someone that, is, uh, uh, that has a medical uh, condition, that, that, w- that word would be correct but inappropriate but uh, again you know sometimes man we we're, we're just too we're, we're just too we 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 misplaced our helmets yeah. <laughs> Man, we got. We can't make everything just horrible, and that we have to. These are words, and even if you choose to use a different word to make everybody feel better, you're saying the we same thing. You just replaced using... our helmets. So whatever, man. I I, I get it, and there's there, we should be. Uh, we we should be aware of, of not hurting someone that isn't able to defend themselves. That is definitely true, but just sometimes, man, we just are trying to. Say everything the way that we say it with different words so that we feel better.
0: I mean, right. well, that, it, this. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? I got mine locked and loaded. Uh, go ahead with yours first. I have to think Once about. Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: That's not the worst it's movie. It's terrible. Watch it again. It's, no, it's I can't. When, it's, I won't.
0: It's better when you watch nah, it. Nah, fuck that. Uh, it's macaroni and cheese with no cheese. No, that this Walrus movie that I saw—the one—it's called Walrus. You know,
1: Becoming a Walrus, or something. Or, it is called Walrus, I think. Who the fuck is in that? TD Jakes? No, man, this movie—I think I told you about it. I saw it by accident. It is—I—I'm uh, I, missing something because I, I can't understand this at all. This movie—is uh, it called
0: Wal- Walrus. Doesn't TD Jakes look like a Walrus? If a walrus uh, was a person... I used
1: to think that uh, the coach of uh, Andy Reid looks a little like...
0: From Kansas City? Yeah.
1: Him too. <laughs> walrus and the whistle. I met the walrus. The walrus. No. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I thought this was it. I thought it was walrus. Oh, no. Tusk. That's what it is.
0: Tusk. That's like an elephant. Yeah. Oh, tusk. <clears throat> what the fuck? Kind of the- That's what Dude, the you is. Dude, you'd be having some movies. weird... Uh, uh, here it is. Here it
1: is. I got. I got, I got to find. I got to I'll to say who's in it. There's people in it that are respectable act- people, known people. Uh, let's see, Jonathan Long. Do you re- you know him?
0: Wait, is that Justin Long?
1: Yeah, Justin Long. Yes, he was. Sorry. He
0: was kind of popular for me Yeah,
1: yeah. He he's in it. Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Uh, oh shit! It, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, I guess Johnny Depp's in it. There's what? a lot of weird people in this movie. Was it about? Uh, it's about this scientist who makes, gets Jonathan Long and turns him into a walrus. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: Turns him into a walrus? Yeah. It's And it's bad? Yeah. Damn, I got to tell you a movie I recently watched that I told Neri was bad. Blue Beetle. Have I, you seen that? I haven't seen it. I Do, am going to see that it. that movie is like, what? Worst movie's ever. And I, and I, you know, I know for that was his shining moment because it was like the first Marvel Latino superhero. It, it was to him what Black Panther was to us. But that movie was. Did fucking, he feel
1: that way? Did he say this? Was he the, said a lot. It had a lot of
0: heart, but it wasn't. It wasn't good. Heart's important. I think the first superhero Latino movie was Zorro. With Antonio Banderas, I thought that was good. Well, Zorro was uh, a beautiful Catherine Zeta-Jones, young Zorro was a, a series that
1: was on a TV a series, long, long time, black ago. black and white. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, they used to play Zorro, I think, at the beginning of films. Like you go to the film, they'd have those little shorts, right? When you were not—that's even before me. Yeah, uh, and they would have those, but I—I I don't know, man. I, I haven't seen it, so I'm not gonna comment it's, on it. Yeah, dude, it's. But, you know. It's hard to make.
0: Like they had the one hacky joke that every fucking Hispanic comic has ever done where the grandma, uh, it's there's a woman in the, I just gave away the punchline, but the woman in the family talks rough and tough, curses, like that's the dirty mouth of a, of a fucking sailor. sailor. And then the punchline is, Jesus, easy, grandma. Like the 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 grand there's one moment, the climactic moment, where the grandmother, the nana, has this big fucking, I forget what they call that gun. Like in Predator, Jesse Ventura had it. Like a revolving. Yeah. And she shoots and they cut her and it's grandma, the old badass. Like, get the fuck out of well, here. Well, they use that in other movies. I know, too, but-, but it I've heard so many, I've heard so many Hispanic comics do that. I- <sighs>
1: The best, it's a superhero movie The best superheroes, unless we're going to come up with some new superheroes that are really good But the best ones are that we have them, Spider-Man
0: Anybody uh, that ends in man <laughs> Spider-Man, Iron Man, man Superman, man. Batman, Wonder Woman
1: Make one of the, you know, go go. Any other country can take these movies and remake them and make them uh, What they need to be to get to, to, for that audience Dude, we live in America, man. I'm just saying that we have these superhero movies that was basically came from America. And I know that they're white, uh, what, regular white leads. Fucking let's, let's flip them a little bit, I guess. But Because some of the best movies, to me, are where they just, the characters might be Hispanic, but we don't focus on them.
0: And I don't want to go, I'm sorry, I, I don't yeah. want to go off on no big race thing, but I just have to say this. Again, prior to Avengers Endgame, the, the biggest grossing Marvel movie was Black Panther. And why is that? Again, for the same reason Black America went, this is our shot. This has never really happened before. And, and again, hat tip to Blade, who was obviously before uh, Black Panther, hat tip to Blade. But on that mass level, Black people went, yo, we got to show our ass. We got to show our the numbers. This is going to be an event. And we made it that. This is our first black president. We made it that. Why didn't Mexicans support Black Blue Beetle like that?
1: Because Blue Beetle, uh, Black Panther is rooted in the
0: superhero uh,
1: Marvel universe. It's been around. It, it's had a following. It's had when you have a fall. Fo- it, it's generational. It's more than one generation is is familiar with Black Panther.
0: But even if you don't have that, you know it's a it's a Hispanic Latino superhero, and you don't have many of those. So why not just for that reason alone go? Let's show the box office what we can do. Well, two
1: things. One, I think when you're Mexico Mexicans in America are Americans. I know we say Mexican American, but it's again it's American. We've been
0: they don't see themselves as any different or. You know why? Because they haven't gone through what we have gone through. No, that's not true. Wait, 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 wait. From 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 slavery to all up to date, what Black people have endured, we understand that because of that history, that's why it's important we show out. Mexicans have not suffered like that in this country, so I don't think they think it's necessary to show out. It's not about this. I'm trying. It is a little no, no, bit. No,
1: it is, but I'm, I'm. It's the suffering is is one thing. Let me just say this though.
0: The suffering has been kind of everything,
1: but let me under, let me explain this this way without the, without adding the suffering to it. The Hispanic population, especially the Mexican population, let me population, make you some
0: chili without adding the chili to it.
1: No, let me. But go ahead. But this it, it's important to understand this. Um. M- A lot of Hispanics have lived in the Texas area, the Arizona area, the New Mexico area, and they've had the opportunity to make their own culture in these places that has been absorbed all over the whole country. Uh, They have this. Black America didn't have a black America didn't have a space like that.
0: Well, we did, and they burned it down. No, you had. No, no, no. no, It was a city. No. OK, but but I'm saying we had a space and they burned it down. What you just said. Mexicans had Texas, Arizona, and they made a space, but their shit was never burned down or fucked with. Ours was
1: okay, but this is what I'm trying to say: that you're not. All right, let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. They had a space because it was built off their space. There was they were they were in charge of this. They owned this. This was America. Came if you were Hispanic, you were Mexican, you were living in this area. You just happened to be in the United States because the United States happened. It, it took over that, that land, Texas, uh, all, all the way to California, that land was taken over. It had already had the culture, the dominance. They've already owned that. They were able to go back and forth to Mexico. They were connected to their roots. They were connected to the, to the people that they came from. Black America didn't get that. Even if you take the city, that they had several cities that they built and made, but they weren't connected back home. They didn't have the connection to their ancestry. They didn't have that same thing. That's what I'm trying to say is the difference. So when you're saying when you show out, it's because you never had the opportunity to be part of this, to to that this was ever seen as culturally a um, black Panther, Black America. Hispanic culture Mexican culture has always had that opportunity because we know that California is, is Mexico. We know that we've always been connected to our roots, our heritage, Sp- The main language forever was Spanish in, in California. Texas. So culturally, do they need to show out for a Marvel movie of a fake superhero when they have already lived this life here that they've put together? You're saying what I said.: Yeah.
0: You're saying what I said. I said that Mexicans don't feel the need to show out because they haven't endured what we've had to endure, which is our motivation to show out.
1: But I wasn't talking about when you talk about endurance, it was never ever. The experience is coming from two different places is what I'm trying to say. They've endured wars. They've endured being marginalized. They've endured these things. But they were really rooted within their own community. They had their own community to fall back on. Black America's never had that. They were always the outsider. When in you go to California, you're not the outsider if you're a Mexican. Andy, you're saying what I'm saying. I, I am, but I'm not because you're trying... The way that you're saying it is they haven't endured the same things.
0: And, and And had they endured it, they would have the motivation to go, we've never been able to be seen or allowed to be playing on the same playing field evenly so therefore we have to show out we have to show our power and our success so if they had then they would have done but because they haven't had to do that they don't see it the same they have
1: assimilated into american culture differently than black america has yes definitely okay and they were allowed to do it because their connection and the absorbs the key word you said allowed allowed we weren't yeah. I and mean, you just agree with me and: stop I'm agreeing to, with you, but you're. you're missing you're missing I'm not a, missing.: yet, Nothing yet, you're missing the part where America happened to Hispanics.
0: We weren't brought over. We lived there. When you, what do you mean when you say it happened? It happened to Hispanics. What do you mean by that? America
1: when it took over Texas, when it took over uh, from Texas to California these communities were already developed. America had to integrate itself into Mexican culture. They don't ever talk about it that way, but America integrated itself into Mexican culture. So it wasn't like, uh, like you uh, to your point, Mexicans never, they didn't have to feel like Be careful they, rubbing the table because yeah, you're shaking yeah, that. They didn't have to feel like they were outsiders because they were the insiders. They owned California. They had their businesses. They were established. They were run out by white people. So, yes, what I'm saying is they endured problems. They had problems, but they were always absorbed into this because they were the original people on that land and the property in the first place. It's not as though they were brought over, they've been there. It's been theirs. When I talk about cowboys, the original cowboys, a lot of them, a lot of times people say their original cowboys are black. The original cowboys are also. Mexican. Okay. Because they've, they've, yeah, they've been there forever. Okay. So they, they don't have, like you just said, though, they don't have that same need. But when you say they didn't suffer the same oppression, they were here, they had their own property, and then it was taken over by white America.
0: So that, that was it, their suffering. That is their suffering.
1: It's a different suffering.
0: You got damn right it is. But you're, you're living It's a 400-year difference.
1: And then some. But you're living on your own property, and then someone tells you it's not yours anymore.
0: I, I would I would rather someone tell me it's not mine than to burn, loot, destroy, and murder. Oh, there's no and question. Massacre. There's no question about okay. that. Okay. Um and to this, I, I would, if I had to make some sort of analogy, what you're talking about in terms of their suffering is a fall off your bike, scrape your knee, your mother puts some ointment and a band-aid over it. What black people have gone through is a compound fracture.
1: I'll I'll give you that. But let me ask this. You're talking about a population in these cities. This isn't all black people throughout all the whole country. This is this is a, a, a place where it was Mexico and it was taken over. And all of a sudden you are now not the owners of this anymore. Uh, and that happened to a whole, that happened from Texas to California. So in a way, in a, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is it's a different kind of suffering. It's a different kind of, uh, of marginalization, but it, it, was in, it was such a large amount. I, I, I know what you're saying, but it was focused on a, a group of people in, in, a, in a relatively small place. Is it impactful? Yeah. Is it a horrible part of our history? Yes but so was the other things that we don't talk about. We don't know really all the stuff. If I told you, when I tell you Texas to California was Mexico, how much of that do you know about?
0: My answer to that would be, bottom line, Blue Beetle sucked. (laughs) (laughs) So so let me read this last one. Uh, um, Femi Ogun's Andy's Breakdown. Hi, ANA. I really enjoyed Andy's Breakdown episode. I know you guys are not political pundits, and you don't claim to be, and it's important as American citizens who are worried with the current situation in your country to express your opinions, especially as related to President Trump performance versus Biden. I am not a political analyst either, and I'm not even American. However, we are all exposed to the same information and news and can make inferences. Inferences. Inferences, thank you. Uh, From the information we consume, we can also admit that our perceptions are sometimes shaped by the loudest media in your personal algorithm oh Jesus, it sounded like I, like Jesus gave me an orgasm, oh Jesus, Uh, anyway, I wanted to point out some nuances to the conversation you guys were having that I felt you did not cover, one, uh, there was illegal immigration under Trump, which Andy clearly mentioned, the difference now is instead of locking them in cages and separating children from families, The Biden administration appears to want to make a more sympathetic approach, either approach cost money to America, but maybe less with Trump's. And you guys don't have to deal with homeless immigrants sleeping on the street. So I would love to hear maybe a more nuanced conversation with respect to humanity and so on. And also maybe Trump's idea of building a wall might have helped to close America's eyes to the problem. At least you won't have to deal with it. The problem will still exist, but the wall just means America does not have to deal with it. Two, uh, Nigerians are said to be the most educated and successful minority group in America. But are you aware that in addition to the Muslim ban, Trump halted the illegal immigration path to America for Nigerians and some other African countries? Please note that this path is very expensive, and it's mainly the middle and upper class from these countries that can even access it. Trump is on record saying he prefers white European immigrants instead. When Biden became president, he reversed his policy. Now real quick, I just wanna stop real quick and say this. This is why when Andy and I were discussing this, as much as I was kinda sorta going, I think I want Trump to maybe be president. And I was asking why are all these black people all of a sudden so pro-Trump? But this is the dilemma I had. Knowing that, how as a black person do you vote for this man? Or want to vote for this man if he, in fact, said that. You want to go ahead? Yeah. Now, just before, just say, don't get too long with it because I got to no, no, finish this. No, no, gonna be real quick. Oh, go ahead.
1: The the band that they're talking about, the Muslim band that they're talking yeah. about, was uh, it's eight <laughs> countries. Obama when it was office had the same Muslim band on eight countries. They switched out two. They took out two that uh, that Obama had, and they put two others in there based on intelligence. It's funny. Military intelligence and uh, some other things that they get from the CIA, from the justice, whatever is coming into the country and chatter that they hear. Those were the changes that were made. So when you say Trump, as he just did, it wasn't it isn't just Trump's ban. This is a ban that the United States had for safety reasons, because America had been attacked. Uh, and, And America is going to be attacked terrorist wise. And that's what this was about. Uh, so it's hard for me to agree with this or disagree with this. I would have to do much more research. But I can tell you there was already a Muslim – they called it a Muslim ban when it was Trump. The media never brought this ban up when it was Obama. Obama had bans because we're worried about terrorists coming in because of what's happened here. So when you say that, yeah, you're right. Trump did have that. Trump did add two to the list, but he took two off. And if you're the two that he took off, you're excited about it. If you're the two that he added, he's a horrible person.
0: I thought you were going to speak to the Nigerian thing.
1: No, that is definitely true. The most educated people coming through. In-
0: no, no, no. But, but Trump's saying he rather Europeans oh. than, than black folks. And that's why I'm saying, if you're black, how are you so Trump now when he feels that way? He, he, he doesn't express things very
1: well at all. He was talking about the edge. He was talking. I don't even know what he was talking about because the people that they're more uh, after, and I don't know wh- what Trump actually said. Uh, he just said it. I don't know if that's actually the quote. But let's say it is, though. Yeah, that's it. It's, it looks horrible. But the people that they were going after are Indian, or the Indian population. Those are the educated people that are coming over here. That the comp, uh, companies are paying to come over and paying for them to be sponsored and pay. But, I know what it says. But no, but I'm
0: specifically speaking to if, in fact, Trump said that. How is you as a black person wanting to support this man? If that's how he feels. Um,
1: I guess the way that I would interpret it If that's how I felt Is that he would rather uh, These white countries coming over I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. If I was Trump, if I'm Trump, I'm the the guy Trump. I would say that I would be, I would probably look at the camera and I would say, uh, "Well, we have to protect ourselves from these Muslim countries that are dominantly black." Not half bad, the impression. Okay, and uh, the white uh, countries aren't attacking us, so that's the reason I want the white countries and not the black countries. That that would be the that would be the explanation.
0: Um, Trump actually. For the war, a successful one, he was able to defeat the last stronghold of ISIS in Syria. However, the strategy started with Obama and Trump came, Trump came at the tail end and finished it and claimed the praises as he should. So maybe Andy should have said he didn't start one, <clears throat> but Biden hasn't either. He even registered going to war with Russia and also withdrew troops from Afghanistan, which made the Taliban take over. Uh, yes, Americans pay taxes, And you do have a right to complain about illegal influx of people, but America is also a revenue-generating machine, and they make a lot of money from destabilizing other countries. To answer Aries' question about America being a savior, America only goes to help other countries it can make money from. And yes, France also does the same. They mainly focus on the colonies, e.g. French-speaking African countries, where there is currently a pervasive Rebellion of France. You can look it up. It's crazy. That is
1: very true, what he just said, except for the fact uh, that when you talk about America uh, only going into places, America spends more money than any place else. And they fund more. And yes, they do destabilize. They do have their own agenda. But uh, like NATO, the way that they spend money, who they spend, it's uh, America spends too much money. Outside of it. So that's, that's why, one of the things Trump talked about in removing military and making other countries pay their fair share.
0: So when I was asking the question, what's the angle here? At the end of the day, it ain't being done because it's out of the goodness of America's heart. It's business.
1: Yeah, of course, it's business. They have the everybody has an agenda. Every country has an agenda. No one doesn't have an agenda. Everybody wants what's best for them. Jesus. But you know what? As we're talking about this, and I brought up the, this this war that's happening in Israel. Do you know Israelis and, and uh, I should say the Jews and the Arabs all live together in what is in what is Israel now? They all live together before. Before governments are what makes fights. Governments are what makes this happen purposely for business. Well, I don't know purposely because they have an agenda. But the people can live together. It's not the people's problem. The people don't usually have the problem. We figure out how we're going to maneuver and get through uh, living with one another. Whether we like each other or not, we figure that out. But you put a government on it, and now a government has an agenda, a a, a policy, and that's where the problems are. People can get along. Governments can't.
0: Last part. Anyway, my point is the impact of global scarcity of the American dollar, America's uphanded global trade policies and years of global the stabilization of other countries, and yes, even by Aries' friend, Mr. Obama, is funding America in addition to your taxes, but the implications of your foreign endeavors and also corruption in the source countries to bring people to your backyard, and it's up to you to have the conversation. Should we say fuck you to to this people? We have our own problems. Do we have a responsibility to help them in some way? I am not saying you should. Sometimes you have to be selfish, but like Andy always says, at least have the conversation. I don't see any nuance in the unchecked store robberies. That one baffles me. Y'all should uh, y'all should sow something about that. I think you meant to say say. I have more points, but I'm tired of typing. Uh, yeah, you, at the last minute, you tripped on your own shoelaces, uh, but we got you. Um, oh, There's something in there that she just said. Now I can't even remember what it is. Obama
1: definitely was part of it. Obama, as we know, has had more... Uh, had more missions to kill more people than anyone else, uh, and I'm not knocking it. I'm, I'm not saying that Obama was very uh, strategic in how he handled his presidency, which is the way you're supposed to be when you're a president. Right. Uh, if Obama took someone took someone out, a leader that he didn't that wasn't strategic for it to make an announcement, a public <laughs> announcement, it didn't get said. It just happened. Shit happened with Obama. He took care of business the way that he felt it needed to be taken care of. Trump would have been standing on a pedestal yelling about how he did it, no matter what, whether it was good or bad. That's the problem with Trump. But certain things that you're saying in there, we've had this conversation. One of the things about immigration that I feel is the biggest problem is we as Americans – uh, especially in our business, are siphoning off all the most educated, the best people that we can, and we bring them into this country. We're doing wrong by doing that. The reason we shouldn't be doing that is people need to go back to their own countries after they get their education, because they should be able to take this education and go to their countries and better those countries. We, you can't keep extracting the best from all over the world into these top tier countries uh, that have more money, more resources, and keep pulling the best people from the smaller countries that have less resources, and then expect them to do well, because you're taking away the brain trust of those countries. These people have been sent out to do well, come back home, and make changes. How can you make changes when we are siphoning them off the best people? I'm not just talking about America. You brought up France, you, uh, the Great Britain, uh, the, I mean the UK. However you want to look at it, you can't keep doing that. As you do that, you're weakening the structure of those of those countries because they don't have the people to make the changes that need to be made. We're watching this happen. And when you talk about people just coming over here, do we owe it to first of all, before I go any further, because I didn't say this, uh, Biden just authorized uh, like a 200 mile section of the wall to be built. He put in the money. I think I saw it. And he wants the wall to be built. This wall that wasn't doing any, <sighs> any, any good, that Trump was uh, criticized for, that he was uh, – and I, and I didn't agree with the wall either. Uh, I, I, the, it, there's a lot of issues with the wall. But in some areas, the wall is going to be helpful. And if you're on a border – if you're in a border city, in a border town, and people are just coming over in your backyard, yeah, you'd probably want that wall. And everybody made fun of Trump and no one's saying anything this about Biden. And this is what's funny to me because this is why our media fucking sucks. The mainstream media won't say shit because this is their guy. This is their guy. And you know what's funny is everybody's saying Sleepy Joe now. I heard a lot of people say Sleepy Joe because he's he's on the job and he's taking naps. So it is Sleepy Joe. You guys fucking painted yourself into this corner. And now you have people dipshits like me. Calling you out because I can clearly see what the problem is with you guys. And you guys aren't doing your job. If the mainstream media could get off their fucking ass and stop being uh, the socialist ideals that they want to hold true to and prop up these people that they think are going to do a better job than Trump, because at least at least Trump, the best part about Trump, and I'm going to this is the best part about him.
0: You made it, him into some coffee, it, the best part of waking up is Donald Trump in your cup yeah I'm he, sorry, he like, couldn't
1: hide anything right everything he did he threw out there, okay, so we're going to say some of these lawsuits he was hiding those. those are his business practices he 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 couldn't help but come out and publicly say everything that he was doing, man. The media needs to get their shit together. They wanted to make uh, that Trump was the only bad guy and everybody else, politicians suck. Politicians have agendas. Politicians owe people certain things and we're seeing it. Until we get this massive amount of money out of our government and out of this influence, we're never gonna have the de- the, the fake democracy that we complain uh, claim that we have, because it's not a democracy. it's a constitutional Republic and we need to figure that out because if it was just a democracy, we're probably working in a democracy in a, in a a, closer to a democracy right now than we are to a constitutional Republic. We need to get back to that, but the media needs to be held accountable. You fucked up media. You let your, you let you, you let your ideals get in the way of the truth.
0: Here's the truth for me. Uh, when it comes to Obama, uh, I'm like a parent of a serial killer. And I'm in court and I, I've heard the accusations and I'm there for the sentencing. Still my baby. yeah. Well, Still my child. You know. I yeah, whatever. You know he, what? he did this, he did that, he killed some whatever, man. That's Obama's That's my baby. No! I'm like a black mother in a ghetto movie. Not my baby! No! He ain't never done.
1: I'm going to say this for you Obama Was as equally as corrupt As the last five presidents
0: uh, That's not true <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, well uh, That's not true uh, I wasn't I did what I had to do for the American people
1: America Our media has let us down for years It hasn't hold, held <sighs> People accountable It holds I, these like emotional Ideas accountable and if we go off emotion, we can always say what feels good. But the truth is, emotion doesn't get the job done. You have to tell the truth. And we have done a really good job of hiding the truth. Our media sucks. The world media is is a little better, but not much. And we need to be better. And social media, as I read all of it, is, is all based upon the mainstream media. and little bits and pieces of what people want to say. People don't go out of their way. This is the most important thing I can say. I'm not going to say anything else on this. We're going to end this podcast whenever Aries is ready, but I'm just going to say this. My last. I've been ready. This Uh, is my last words. This is my last words. uh, Hurry the fuck up. You don't educate yourself by finding people that agree with you. Educate yourself by finding people that disagree with you and look at their argument and seeing if what you believe, what you believe, that you've been bumping that shit the whole fucking oh, you last? No, I haven't. Yes, you have, and I'm going to show you next time. And I do this, and you like be, be careful. I'm going to start be, be careful, be careful in you uh, when you're bumping the table sh- and kicking it. You had your leg up on the table at one point. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so uh, you you educate yourself by finding people that you disagree with, and then you use your argument, your intelligence, what you believe, <laughs> and see if you can defeat their argument. If you can't defeat their argument, your shit's wrong. <clears throat> Fucking put some effort into it. Don't just repeat what other people say.
0: Here, here. Want to go about some dates? Nah, I don't. What do we call this episode? <laughs> you should call it Obama, my baby. Yeah, Obama, my baby. I'd like that. Obama, my baby.
1: <laughs> it's so funny how you are. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna ride with him. Let me tell you. You something, are the I...
0: original ride or die for Obama. Let me tell you some. Uh, my two kids, man. Obama and Jordan. Never. Never will I cross. You could admit that Jordan has
1: fucked up sometimes. When? He's never fucked up anything? Not that I know of. Oh, okay. Uh, October 13th and 15th, we're going to be in Orlando, improv. October 19th to the 22nd, Chicago, improv. October 26th to the 29th, Milwaukee, improv. Oh. Uh, November.
0: You do that one more time, you are officially we it. Yeah, November 3rd to the 5th, We're Levity Live. There we go. Owned by the Improv. There we go. Uh, November 10th
1: to the 12th. We're going to be at Tampa, Florida. Improv. Improv. November 16th to the 19th. Ontario, California. Improv. Improv. November 24th to the 26th. San Jose. Improv.
0: You almost sound like Christopher Walken. October is Uh, (laughs) Improv.
1: (laughs) December 1st to the 3rd. Tacoma Comedy Club in Tacoma. In Tacoma. Mm. Uh, December 15th through the 17th, Summit in Fort Wayne, Indiana. and Fort Wayne, mm. Indiana. Fort Wayne, you almost said Fort Wayne, Indiana. Well, yeah, I know. December 21st through the 23rd, Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City. OKC. December 28th through the 30th, Improv, Washington, D.C. There it is. That's yep. a show? Is that Yeah, that's a show. Anything else? And
0: not a goddamn thing. All right, guys. Goodbye. (laughs) Why? Why?
1: Nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in. <laughs> you guys got fat while everybody stopped on the street. It's my turn. Hmm. You think you're gonna live long enough to spend
0: that money, you fucking hump? any of you are tired of getting ripped off by guys like that you come with me I'm at the Plaza Hotel you're welcome you're welcome the joint